Hello, one and all. Welcome back to the Yawning Owlbear. It is now 8.23 in the evening, and I just got back home from work. And uh, I don't know about you people, but here in North Carolina, I'm pretty much convinced that we don't have seasons anymore. <laughs> and uh, by, the mean, by, by that I mean it's pretty much you have two things here. It either rains or it's humid hot. And I can't stand humid hot. I don't know about the rest of you. <laughs> But uh, doing something I didn't plan on doing, but, you know, it's a nice change of pace. I decided to record outside in my back porch. And uh, so far the mosquitoes haven't gotten to me, but that may change here in a few minutes on how this goes. And uh, I just want to say uh, thank you for all the warm support that I've had so far and uh, the I got my third message from Joe the lawyer at uh, Joe the lawyers not so wondrous imaginings and um, I just want to say to you and the rest of the OSR community I cannot say thanks enough um, if it had let me just say if it had not been for the older generation of gamers we would not have a map to go on to find the dungeons and the adventures that we play today. Uh, the best way I can describe it is it's like it, it's like building a car. I mean, you, you set the frame, you set the wheels and the chassis, and pretty much as far as me with the modern generation, uh, we just put the cup holder and the phone charger. <laughs> uh, it's probably a, probably a poor way to put it, but yeah. Um, honestly, looking back at it now, I kind of wish that I had, was able to, ex to experience this a lot earlier in my childhood, uh, especially back in the nineties with first and second edition still having somewhat of a foothold before third edition came out. And, uh, oh. Yep, uh, that's pretty much about it. And uh, let me just start with the message. And uh, Joe, I will let you have the floor, sir. Hey, man, Joe the lawyer. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to the gang. Uh, good, good to listen to your both podcasts there. Sounds good, man. You got a good demeanor about you. I think you're going a long way. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing your take on things because you're different than most of us in that year. It sounds like you got you got to be younger, and you started with three five. So <laughs> what you're saying. Uh, you started with 3.5 instead of 3.0. 3.0 is a lot simpler than 3.5. Um, but 3.5, you say, oh, fast, you know, 5.0 five, five is easy. Fifth edition is easy. Well, yeah, compared to 3.5, holy shit. <laughs> it's, a, it's like, goddamn. It's like, it's like starting with calculus and then going to arithmetic, you know what I mean? But, yeah, good show, dude. Looking forward to your take on things, especially as the next generation who's hopping into the OSR as opposed to those old bastards who've been doing it forever, you know? So keep it up, and we'll look forward to hearing some more podcasts from you. Bye-bye. First off, uh, Joe, let me just say I'd like to thank you and to the rest of the OSR community for the warm welcomes and the encouragement and praise. Um, it does mean a lot, especially to me who feels like I'm just sitting here just yammering on about stuff. Most times when I do this, at least so far from what I have up now, I just feel like I'm just spouting gibberish and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, is anybody really getting anything out of this? But that, that's just me. But seriously, I appreciate it. And as far as being the younger generation, um, I am learning a lot when it comes to seeing what the older community 
had to use back in the day. And as far as me teaching anybody anything, honestly, there's one thing I wish that the younger community would understand is I kind of compare D and D, or at least the the more modern versions of D and D from third edition on up. And yes, I mean it's definitely different from fifth edition. I mean you're right about being from cal- going from calculus to basic arithmetic. I mean it was a breath of fresh air, but I still have a uh, soft spot for for most third edition in my heart. And three point five is like I felt like dealing with the monsters from back then. It was things were a lot more deadlier than what they were in fifth. And I know it's in fifth, not every game, but it was almost hard to basic to even come close to trying to kill your players. That might sound wrong. And I know a DM shouldn't be trying to kill his players, but I mean, there just should always be, at least from my perspective in a game such as this, the aspect of death should always be true. But if anything, one thing I will say to the younger generation, at least my generation that plays it now, um, I kind of compare additions almost to like an AR-15 to like an M1 Garand rifle, if you will. Uh, both weapons of which I have. I mean, granted, an AR-15, I can put all kinds of attachments and what on, not on it, but there's just something about the old classics of a rifle, of an old classic rifle like an M1 Garand that, you know... It's got history, it's got heritage, and just like the AR-15, it will still get the job done with as little to any actual extra tidbits than that is actually needed. And like with D&D, you really don't need a whole lot of uh, extra filler with in regards to feats, abilities. I mean, abilities is nice as long as it's within um, reasonable amounts And what I'm saying is, so far since trying out Castles of Crusades, Basic Fantasy, and now with Blue Home, I've come to the realization that simplicity actually goes a long way. I mean, compared to back then, I was not able to really get much done in as much of a week span. It would take me about almost a week just to come out and work with just one campaign or one a short one-shot module. With an OSR type hookup, it's done within maybe about four or five hours. I can get maybe one dungeon done. And as far as filling with monsters and traps, I mean, you ain't gonna worry about. My biggest thing was what took me the most time was challenge ratings. Trying to figure out more math on what it is that my players can handle, what my players can't handle, and. You know, I, I was told in a one YouTube video of a, a guy who uh, does OSR reviews that, um, honestly, really, it's back in the day, it was all based on uh, perception of could a bunch of, you, you obviously could understand that uh, level ones and two players can easily take down one hit die, like 10 one hit die goblins with a little bit of effort, but we'll obviously get hammered by a 10-hit-die dragon. I mean, it's pretty much just obvious. Um, you know, and it's... I, I, and I have, I've had more fun since since going the more simpler route. And uh, truth be told, honestly, 
since joining the ORS, coming to the ORSR community from the modern from the modern version, I've I started to take tidbits from different editions, such as like Castles of Crusades, uh, the whole thing with the spell slot system. Spell slot system, it's it's okay. I don't mind it, but I like Castles of Crusades mana point system. To where even in an early OSR, I can give my early level spellcasters, even at level 2 or 3, a little bit more teeth to actually perform what they're supposed to perform. You know, just to have a cleric at level 1 who only has one spell slot. And granted, I understand that you only have just the bare minimum of ability usage, but at with the, with the monopoint system... I can at least have my cleric do a few heals before he's tapped out. So he actually feels like, as a player, he's getting to actually do something. Um, let's see. What else can I talk about? Uh, I guess I would like to know... I don't know if this was a method that any DM actually uses or thinks about when they make their campaigns or module runs or one shots, whatever you wish to call it. But uh, do you sometimes ever wonder like what kind of player you're dealing with? And what I mean by that is um, do you like have players that uh, are more into the role playing aspect or the uh, political aspect? Cause I've been in both groups where some guys, they just wanted to, Go in, guns blazing, kicking in doors, and just getting into the combat. I mean, I'm almost pretty much like that to where I don't mind role-playing. I don't mind the storytelling aspect. But I think even Gygax was quoted as saying one time, I mean, if it's getting to the point where it's a storytelling aspect, it's not so much a game anymore, which uh, I probably butchered that quote, but... uh, I enjoy. I I guess the the biggest portion of D anD D that I enjoy the most is I like combat. I've always liked combat. I mean, I could do role playing no problem, but as far as when it comes to political intrigue, like such as kingdoms and betrayals and uh, who is next in line for it, like the whole Game of Thrones aspect, if you will, I'm just not all into that. You know, I'm just going in. Let's get some treasure. Fight some stuff, get more treasure, and let's level up. And that's and that's my and that's the biggest enjoyment I get out of a lot of games is it's the war stories. It's not so much the uh, the role playing aspect or the story itself. It's like uh, what was it that me, Dan, or Brian did then one night when we met that one beholder around the corner. That's that's my biggest enjoyment. Um, Usually when I make my modules and campaigns, uh, especially, I, one, I tend to play with people that I know. Um, not so much going to game shops looking for groups. Uh, not that I have anything against that. But it, I find it easier to work with people whom I know. And I understand their personality and what they're expecting to play or what they're going to be playing as. Um, the vast majority of most of my players, they don't. They can do role-playing aspect of it, but I could tell most of them are door kickers, and that's more or less the fun aspects when you never know what they're going to do. 
and that ju- that just brings the mat. That's what main my main uh, aspect of it is that just brings the magic out of D and D so much. And I remember um, listening to a podcast, a lot of the earlier podcasts from Save or Die, uh, when they were doing the interview with Tim Cask. He says like that was like basically the m- biggest thing that you've seen a lot of players do back in the day with uh, O D and D was just. Yo, let's just go kick the door in and just kill what's on the other side and just take the treasure. And everybody had a laugh over it. Now it's like I could see where it feels more or less with as 5th edition has grown more. uh, Wizards of the Coast hasn't really factored in so much as the gameplay as they factored in more of the storytelling, which is it's nice and all, but... Like I said, I'm more into action. I've always enjoyed action movies um, since back in the day. Like, even when it comes to like movies of like the 50s and 60s era, the old monster movies, those were my go-to science fiction movies. Um, that wasn't in so much into the hack and slash type deal with humans coming around the 80s with the slasher films like Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. I enjoy it's man against beast. That's my biggest thing, and there's a lot to be said when you are going through a dungeon, you get the good gear, and you finally get to use that good gear against creatures that, you know, you hear about in stories, now you get to actually fight it in your mind, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, the gist of it. Um, let me know what your thoughts are on it. Uh, if you have any questions, you may contact me at the yawning owlbear at gmail.com. And, uh, you might also, also anchor has the messaging system. You can use that as well. And once again, uh, to the rest of the OSR community, thank you for the warm welcome. Um, being that this is my third episode now, uh, I'm going to try to come up with some better, uh, material, uh, but, um, I figure questions probably would be the best place to start, and I could talk about that and give my opinions on whatever you would ask. But uh, we'll go from there and see what happens. But at this point, I'm going to cut the cast. And uh, till next time, keep the mugs full and keep the stories coming. Take it easy, guys.